So what's been going on with you? What's up? All right. <clears throat> when your girl birthday just passed, you know. <laughs> it was lit. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a season every time with me. So let's see what's been going on in my life. Yes, my birthday just passed. It was popping ten, fine twenty eight. Look at day over twenty eight. Oh, Thirty. Bro. So I just don't, I don't like when people say it like that. I can't help it because like I'm turning twenty. Okay. Okay. That don't make no sense. Okay, so here's the thing. I never had an issue with getting older. Never had an issue with getting older. Like okay. I am looking forward to my thirtieth birthday. It's already in the works. I wanna let you know. It's already being planned. However, I don't like when people put on the notion or like the feelings of you're 30. I'm like, whoa, whoa, slow down, kid. I'm like, hey, I'm 28 today. Today. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong, being me, me 30 is not bad. It's just that when you lived your whole. Well, I, I just, I just, okay. I just can't. It's just, it's so funny because like life really goes by so quickly. Right. And mm -hmm. I just. When you look back on everything that you've been through, like up until this moment, mm -hmm. it just makes you realize, like, damn, like I'm really getting older. I'm not. Like, gonna I feel lie. like in your twenties is when you realize, like, oh, like I'm really, like this is happening. Like I'm almost, I could be my my parents. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. When like, when I turned twenty eight, like my birthday, I was like, damn, I'm a grown ass adult. Like I don't even, like I'm, I'm like an Adult. And I was listening to this comedian. He's like, when did you have that transitional period when you was like, oh, I'm an adult. Like, when did you have that moment? And I was like, no, you don't. And so you look back one day and you're like, am I arguing with a child? What is this? Am I at Walmart? And or my favorite one when he was like, when his friend, his best friend came up to him and was like, man, we having a kid. Oh my God, what are you going to do? <laughs> Dude, the moment I realized that, like, oh, snap, like I'm really getting older, mm -hmm. like, this is me being an adult, was when I spent over two hours watching kitchen and bathroom organization hacks on YouTube and Instagram Reels. Like, are they not how do they get their pantries like that? <laughs> that is so crazy. Like, Grown people going to Dollar Tree and really just judging up their houses all really nearly like I love it. I've already started no, my I love kitchen. It. I love it. I mean, even when it came to weddings, like my first, when my first friend told me she was getting married. I really was like, holy kid. I was like, wait a minute, since she's like 25. Never mind. Never mind. You're like not a kid, baby. Right? <laughs> but she missed me with that, right? No, now. like by this time, <laughs> not yet. By this time, my best friend had like graduated undergrad got a whole master's <laughs> and married so at this point I, I don't know what else she can give i was like <laughs> huh. but no um none of that i'm doing hot girl things with friends so aside from you know my birthday um exciting news so everyone knows i'm in community organizing love the world mm -hmm. but our training so we created a training to uh support residents in their own communities to create impactful projects for their own community, whatever they want that to be. And we trained them on how to do that and give, gave them those resources. Our last day was this past weekend. Super exciting. So I can finally say I did a training in my books. So it gets on my resume. It's a new builder for me. Super excited to say I facilitated something like that. Um, 
also when it comes to the symphony effect i'm redoing my website and when i say i my friend uh he does this for work <laughs> and when i actually redid my logo and also when i say i i mean my friend who's a graphic designer so those new things are in the works fear is still there in creating my own graphic design so i haven't touched that um but you know content i'm still doing balloon designs i'm still uh building up my brand at least on a low level and not so much promoting it, but those things have been done, I, I guess. Okay, okay. <laughs> Fear. Okay. Also, I'm drinking wine out of a pineapple glass. Get into it. What's going on with you? Girl, look. A whole lot of nothing and a whole lot of stuff. Your birthday coming up. Well, we ain't gonna get into it. All right, that's, that's the turn 27. Like, okay, great, cool. I hope God blesses me to be able to make my birthday and mm -hmm. have a very good birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but as far as what's been going on with me, I've recently decided to kind of like take a step back from 42 Brand Street. Okay. Um, there is just, I have a lot of things I need to figure out. Yeah. And I know in the last episode, I kind of mentioned, like, it took me so long to just start something and get it out there. But you can, you know, really in your gut, you can really feel like, okay, whatever this is, whatever this is going on right yeah. now, I'm not sure that this is for me. Yeah. And so I don't want to continue to put my effort and time into something where everything that I do... I'm doubting it. Yeah. Like, I just I just don't feel like that's what I need to be doing right now. Because I have so much other shit. I no, for sure. For and sure. so, <clears throat> I decided to kind of, like, scale back. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still going to be doing, providing those services, just pretty much, like, at a smaller scale. Like, I'm not really going to be, like, running ads or, like, promoting myself as much. I yeah. really just want to kind of focus on, like, what I have going on no, and really yeah. hone in and figure out what exactly do I want to do and is this the brand I want to do it under. So... Just really figuring all that out um, and also making some progress with my 9 to 5 as well. Uh, recently, um, I launched a Spotify. Uh, okay. Right? Okay. Isn't that fun? Okay. Um, yes. Uh, shout out to Daniel because he actually did, did, it, like, did the man work, but we really collaborated on the ideas and we made that come to life. And so now that's like a monthly thing that we're all doing. Yes. So that is really really exciting and it's something really fun and creative that we get to do and um we're really glad that you know our boss pretty much lets us like take take the reins yeah. with things like that um and so really just being a little bit more creative with some things that are going on to kind of inspire me when i'm not on the clock mm -hmm. and also uh really just hone in on those pr skills and really get our brand messaging out there and that way i can bring that to what i want to do Oh, so, I love that because yeah, I definitely so. took a step back in promoting my business as well. Oh, because <clears throat> I was I realized I was promoting just I'm a balloon designer, balloon decor, and all these things. I was like, my business is more than that. It's a luxury experience. It's mm -hmm. not just balloon design. I do a plethora of other things, and I just noticed like I'm not marketing me right. Mm -hmm. So I took a step back, and I'm still doing balloon designs in my mind on the low because I'm not really promoting it. So everything's like word of mouth. Yeah. But I don't have really anything on my social media right now because I was like, 
you need to do a whole remarketing, you need to do a whole rebranding, you need to redo this website, get a whole new logo. And so I was like, I can't keep pushing and promoting this if this is not actually what I want it to be. Right. And I started feeling bad because like one of my homegirls, love her, she has a balloon design and she's like, girl, I'm just getting business after business. <laughs> girl, like, like she hit me up the other day and if you're listening, I love you, sis. I want you to know. <laughs> I am not jealous of you and I want you to succeed so because we, we got some stuff in the works together but um she was like did you work on your contract yet <laughs> you need a contract you'd be surprised I, oh, I didn't make it to where I need a contract yet <laughs> I was like I need a paper <laughs> like that's what I need and then I still haven't gotten my um state of Louisiana license like I paid okay. for it and it has not come into the mind. So. Yeah, you can probably blame that on COVID. I don't know how. All these other businesses that popped up. <laughs> got I don't know. Call him. What's his name? Kyle? The Secretary of State? Kyle? Me and Kyle had a whole hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I got his personal number. <laughs> you better give Kyle a call. If you ever want to open. Where the if you ever want to <laughs> open a balloon. <laughs> Gotta be serious. Hold on. Hi. If you ever want to open up a balloon design company, data planning company, or anything that desires you to create in the state of Louisiana, make sure you understand what sales tax is before, after, doing, or you creating. Because I really did have a whole heart to heart with this man. Enough to get some emails through, like the state of revenue. So it's been fun. But let's get into it. What we talking about today? <laughs> Welcome back to the Not Your Broke Friend Podcast. Yes. <laughs> we really need a one. Like, I'm not worried about no theme song. I'm just saying, like, I promise you guys. I actually, I won't put that promise. I was gonna say I promise I won't sing every episode, but it's me. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I got cars this time. Okay. You know, because I was like, we're famous now. Um, by the way, shout out, I forgot her name, and I'm so sorry, sis. Please comment. Um, my friend told me about this female and that she's a fan, and then since that moment, I'm like, the Lord has made me right for this. And, <laughs> and he wants me to step into our proper space. Okay. So, speak it, please. So, we're famous now. <laughs> Was that only one person? Yes. Did we only have one episode up before this? Yes. yes. <laughs> Do I have a, a blue check on my Instagram? No. no. But, but you know what? That's all right. Because it's a balance. You know who I have a blue check? With the Lord. Okay. All right. Moving forward. All right. So, <laughs> okay. So in our first episode, we talked a lot about like, actually, we gave you some Robin eggs on what we're going to be talking about for the whole season one. Go back and check that out if you missed them. But today, <laughs> we're gonna jump into one of these important topics that we actually touched on that we got a lot of comments on for our first episode. Okay. And this one was broke mindset. So, I de we defined it a little bit mm -hmm. on in our first episode, but I want I actually research what broke mindset really means. Yes, okay. because somebody got to. Someone did the work. <laughs> Someone did the work. <laughs> and it was a black company where I found it. 
EXO Nicole. Go look it up. She got some real good stuff. So, do you do you want me to read it? Or do you want to like let me know? Like what's your Go ahead and read that thing. Alright. Show them people your AR level. Wait. Hold on. If you're watching it, you saw that it was dramatic. Okay, so the de the definition that she chose to live your life with the constant fear and acknowledgement that you don't have enough and that you have run out. Okay, I'll read it again for you. To live your life with the constant fear and acknowledgement that you don't have enough or that you will run out. I'll read it as a poem. To live your life with a constant fear and acknowledgement that you don't have enough or that you will run out. Now wrap it up. I want you to know that I was ready, but I was like, do they want to hear me read this a fourth time? To live your life with a constant uh, fear and uh. acknowledgement. Uh. What? And that you don't have enough. What? 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 I like the 90s. All right. So, School of Rock, we allow sponsorship, <laughs> please. Nacho Girlfriend at gmail.com. Okay. No, no, really, though. So, what are your thoughts on this? Okay. So, for me, mm -hmm. automatically, mm -hmm. you can't let fear run your life. Okay. And so with a broke mindset, you're constantly in that fear that whatever you have, you do not have an abundance of. Uh -huh. You constantly feel like it's going to run out. You feel like, oh, if I spend this money, I'll never get it back or I'll just never make enough. It's that never, never, it's that I'm afraid of. It's all of those things. Mm -hmm. And you gotta just let that go. Or you'll never be able to, you won't be able to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you won't be able to live a fulfilling life if you're always worried about the next so <clears throat> i actually had a broke mindset more when i had money than when i didn't have money okay speak it so when i got my first like high paying job right out of college um i was like making forty thousand a year and in the state of louisiana you are decent like you can get a nice little apartment you know like you save but like you know you can still go on vacations and do what you want to do because mm -hmm. not you know not about to blow a bag, but you good. Can't get no perkin, you know. <laughs> but you Maybe. Know, but you know what? I can go on vacation though when <laughs> I want to. But um, and I was making commission too. Love that. Okay. Anywho, so I wasn't used to having that much money. I'm coming from Foot Locker, making less than seven dollars an hour because of commission again. But um, I wasn't used to having that much money. So since I wasn't used to having that much money, I kept on spending the money. I was like, oh, I got money. I ain't never had money to buy the shoes when I want how I want it. I ain't never had money to just go eat out with friends and not worry about it. So like, I couldn't, I constantly made these purchases because I was like, I never had it. So I'm going to spend like I got it. Mm. And because um, I was tired of being broke. I was tired of, man, I can't go eat out. Man, I can't, because you know, in college, I'm like, I can't go do X, Y, Z because I ain't got money like that. Yeah. And so, you know, thinking about just how I was just constantly spending money, I was afraid that I would never have this experience again. So I'm just going to spend it. <laughs> and then when it all left me, I was like, you don't have nothing. Like, you have nothing in your savings. Mm -hmm. 
And all you have is what's left in your checking account, which was absolutely nothing. So I, I really, I, like, that's where my fear kind of, like, I'm like I'm never going to yeah. have it. It's never going to be sustainable versus let me save a bunch of it and hope and, and, and hope that, like, I just hoard all the money in, in case anything happens. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Building a savings can be so tough, especially around, you know, like, our ages. Did you have a savings account? Great question. I do not remember. So I probably didn't. I had one, but I wasn't putting money in it. So but, oh, I had my my refund checks in it. Like that was about it. Mm. But I wasn't like you know saving twenty percent, thirty percent every paycheck. Mm. I was oh, I just absolutely not. I just had my refund check money in that because mm. I just felt like I should probably spend these thousands of dollars. <laughs> Speaking of that, can we just touch on the topic of refund checks and student loans? Oh, you trying to go for grenades in the beginning of the episode. Got it. Got it. The scam that is higher education. It's all a lie. I'm just like, please, please get your education. But you know, it's a lie, adulting. But anyway, um, get your education however you can. Nowadays, the value of a bachelor's degree means nothing. So I was watching this documentary, and um, <clears throat> it was saying, you know, just that, like a bachelor's degree means nothing. So a master's, get a master's, but get one soon, and get into your field soon, because that's slowly about to be obsolete. Mm -hmm. However, I do believe college isn't for everybody, but I always believe everybody needs a plan. Because if college isn't for you, Awesome, cool. Like, crazy. my future child was like, you know what, mom? College ain't for me. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's what's up. What you gonna do? Like, are you about to be an entrepreneur? That's awesome. Just, like, where we going with this? You want to be a rapper? That's cool. Where we going with this? Like, mm -hmm. have a, have some sort of, a, even if it's like a half-baked plan. I'm cool with a half-baked plan because I know in life, you may not have everything all together. Yeah. But, like, I need something. Yeah. Yeah. But you ain't gonna be living with me the rest of your life. You're not. Even if I got eight rooms. Um. <laughs> Go out, get your own. <laughs> Please. We didn't went over college okay. But really though, um, like saving around that time, I'm pretty sure it was pretty like obsolete for me. And then once, you know, I was one of those students in college that we get the uh, reference the, the, the refund check the refund check mm -hmm. uh from the student loans and the grants and stuff like that and no one ever educated me about that it's yeah. so funny no how one educated you can, me either you can attend prerequisite classes for mm -hmm. let's say something about the university like university one-on-one and yeah. things like that but they don't teach you anything about <clears throat> life just like anything before college doesn't really teach you anything about real life like taxes and credit and things of that nature because they don't so, want you to know and which like, is why would they teach you something when you're gonna like why when they know you're gonna like take advantage of it and when why put you at the top if you don't have the information you can't be at the mm -hmm. top so i mean for my first refund check i so much didn't know what it was i paid it back to them <laughs> 
Yes. My very first refund check, I gave it back to like Tell me. Yep, give it back to Tell me. I didn't know what it was. I can't even tell you what I did with my first one. But all I know is that when it first hit, I was showing the club and everybody had nah, shots. I started saying that was irresponsible. That's no. is a bro that was where my <laughs> I've never had money before. Let me go ahead and flex on my friends real quick. See, I that saved, was horrible. I saved mine because I was like something. I, I just when I don't know what to do with a plethora of money, I just like so when I realized I was going to do that every <clears throat> semester. But for me, I was working in Foot Locker, and I knew it was golden time when those checks dropped. I was about to make commission. Mm. Everybody's gonna have great shoes for me. What, what you need? <laughs> you need a matching shirt to go with that? What was that? You need the jeans? Oh, I got a belt to go with that. Did you know that shirt came with the shoes? Uh, all day. Mm. You don't want me to sell your shoes. I sell you the whole outfit. Same as the rough times of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so. Also from this episode, also from this website, I got another thought process for you. You ready for this one? Okay. Tell me if you agree. Money is a source energy manifested. When you, so for example, if you dread paying your bills, you're spending money into the universe, fear, resentment, anger, like this, every time you spend money, it's like, uh, okay, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. It's like emotional. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So like every time when you get money and you and money goes away, it's always a negative like you have like a negative, negative connotation. Okay. So a lot of times what they're saying is that money can be negative or a negative energy. So whenever you wanna spend money in a positive way, you're feeling like you're letting go of something. Versus you feel guilty. Yes, feeling guilty, feeling like, oh, I'm never gonna have money because I always pay it on bills. I'm always angry every time I spend it, even if it's like a good or bad. Like you just even if you're like I'm about to pay for this meal, super excited, great meal, and it's like, man, I just like spent thirty dollars on it. Versus having a positive outlook, like at least my bills are paid, you know. At least I'm able to nourish my body with this meal. Like having like, changing your energy. Yeah. Do you feel like money is energy manifesting, or source energy manifesting? I mean, shoot, after hearing that explanation, yes, I agree. Okay, I definitely agree. And I definitely think that changing your perception of how you are able to spend money is important. Because, I mean, even just listening to some of the examples you said, like, there was a time where I really used to scold myself with eating out. Because Mm -hmm. as you know, like, I'm a foodie, so that's how I treat myself, that's how I self-care. Yeah. And so, it got to the point to where I was like, all right, I need to start, like, eating in and actually just buying groceries and things of that nature like why did I feel that way like if I'm feeding myself and I'm getting the job done mm-hmm. the money's gonna be I, spent either way I feel like that now like every time I go shopping I'm like sis you did not need these shorts you did not oh god like, every time I buy like, literally every time I buy clothes now I feel that I'm not gonna lie, I had a sprout with uh, Plato's Closet. Oh, look, I just went there yesterday and bought these a, bomb shorts. I had to have her coming to Jesus Locator. But Jesus did not come together yesterday. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I bought those shorts and I am ready to wear them on vacation. So, okay, so now, so now I'm wondering this. Okay. So, if you, okay, so is it a negative connotation if you just feel like you need to switch? where you are spending that money because it's gonna get spent either way yeah so 
Is it, say for example, okay, I'm shopping at Target or wherever, mm -hmm. right? And I'm just like, oh, you know what? I can't be here anymore, so let me go to Plato's Closet where it's like thrifted and cheaper, yeah. whatever. So is that like where a negative connotation could meet in the middle with that? Or is that just me shifting my, my, shifting my circumstances and my perception to something that I can, I guess, quote unquote, that's more important. That and I, and I also think that could be shifting energy because I did the same thing. Like I actually, when I try on clothes, I hate trying on clothes. So when I go, I have like an arm full of clothes because I'm not about to do this twice. And same. <laughs> and so when I was trying on these clothes yesterday, I was like, and and you know, play those. Nothing more than fourteen dollars. And to some people, that's like, oh, that's fourteen. Some people like child fourteen. So, <laughs> but um. When I was there, there's these shoes that I really want. Like, I really want a pair of shoes. I know that's weird for me to say, but I want some shoes. That's okay. And um, so, yesterday when I tried them clothes, I was like, I'm not going to buy this top because I really want these shoes. I'm not going to, like, this because I really want these shoes. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I guess I was shifting my energy on my perspective a little bit on what's more priority. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like, because I really want X, but I'm playing with Y. Right. So. If Symphony has fifteen dollars mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she goes to the store, fish. <laughs> your girl want it all, but you know what? I, I sold this to my how friend. How much money will she leave out? <laughs> and how many items? <laughs> fish, because uh, I want it all. But no, so the shoes that I want is two pairs of shoes, total up to fifty, one fifty. And I said, me, it's one pair of Jordan. I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. But my friend that made my logo. He, he costs 160 priorities. <laughs> Should I get my shoes? Mm. Should I pay this logo? <laughs> so what's more important to you at that time? Really? That's that really is. what that is. That's what that amounts to. And so, gotta pay that man his coins. You know, can't be disrespectful. And I, I truly believe the way you support your friends with their business, pay for their work. Oh, hey. <laughs> Like, pay for their work. Don't ask for no discount. Don't ask for no friendly exchange. You ask them to do what they needed to, what they're good at. Pay them. So, which is why I will wait to get these shoes. I want those shorts. But, um, he gonna get this coins. But, no, really. Like, I think that it that is the space where negative can shift. Because negative energy is just, it's still energy. So you can always change negative energy into positive energy. But it's being in those moments, in those moments. And knowing what you're doing in those moments. It's, and it almost goes back to, like you said, like having a plan, even if it's not fake. Like just yeah. knowing, being able to point those moments out whenever mm -hmm. they happen in front of you and knowing that, okay, if I make this decision, this is how this will affect me short term and long term. You know, I did it for my business too. So I really created my business like uh, half baked idea for one. I also it also was an impulse decision. Mm -hmm. So it was half baked mm -hmm. and impulse. So I was just like on Wix. That's what my website is made on. Okay. And you know I was like, oh, it's a discount on websites. Well, sis, if you gonna really do this, <laughs> <laughs> discount. Right? Um, but then I also was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Because it was like two something. Or it was either two something or one something. 
But one? Um, no, like the number. It was like oh. 100 and something. It also was in the morning. So we're not going to play like it was like 12 o'clock in the morning. But it also was like 100 and something or 200 and something for the website. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, if I pay for the website, well, we really got a business now, sis. Like, we got a business. And two, you, you're not doing. I think I wanted to go to like. No, I wasn't going to a concert. That don't make sense. COVID. Um, I wanted to do something. It's it something that I just was like, if I'm going to spend 100 or 200 dollars on this, you not. Oh, I want to buy a bunch of clothes. <laughs> and now we're back to the problem. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. She ain't had a discount. You can get me with a discount. That's that's the Lord. Uh, but she ain't had like a big discount. But I also was like, my office was reopening, and I don't have like office clothes. Like I don't have clothes to wear to meetings. And I'm not just saying that you know people are like I ain't got nothing to wear. Yeah. I really didn't have like. You was working at home from that time. Yeah. So, yeah. All I have is crop top and t uh, crop top and shorts. I don't. You can't turn a crop top into a blouse. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. And so I was like, I need some work clothes. Then I was so some fat. Says I just be trying to pull it off with high waist jeans until I got called out. But we're not gonna talk about that today. That's not why we're here. We're here to talk about money. <laughs> Have you had an experience? Because I'm gonna just stop talking at this point. Wait, experience with what? With work? With work attire? No. Like, oh, because I definitely have. Oh, please, shit. Girl. Okay. Are you so, wearing crop tops like me? No, hell no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot relate. Anywho. <laughs> no one got me though. She really called me out. Like, in front of people. Like your boss? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. My boss t uh, just told me off to the side. But no, like, this is when I first started my job. And this is, this is when I learned that, like, Oh, how you represent yourself while you're on the job is a representation of the company. Now you would think that that's common sense, but you're coming from like retail yeah. and things of that nature where like it doesn't really matter if you have your shirt on tucked and all that, you know, other stuff. And so like, you know, with my job, I meet so many different people yeah. on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. And so we were... Uh, we were going out to, I believe it was like St. Andrew Parish, and we were interviewing um, their mayor. Ooh, mm -hmm. And I showed up to the courthouse. It was a rainy day, and I'm just like, okay, the videographer dude is like wearing jeans and a t shirt, so I'm gonna go ahead and be comfortable and wear jeans and a t shirt because we just outside and doing stuff. My boss shows up in a suit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Full suit. Okay. And I am in a t-shirt jeans. I have my wig on tie back in this crappy ponytail. What I have on sleeves. Not a good look for me. I feel like I should've known better, but then again, like I said, I'm coming from yeah. being able to just go to work, like whatever. Yeah. So, um, but no, he definitely did not call me out or anything. And he really like, he, he didn't even like comment on my appearance. He just requested respectfully that I come like business mm -hmm. casual business formal because and he explained it to me which i yeah. really appreciated because he was like you know when we're out meeting these people like we want to put our best mm -hmm. foot forward and sometimes you know unfortunately sometimes people judge us based upon yeah. our appearances when they first meet us That's and we can get we can gain their business because Peter yeah. and he was telling people comment on the suit all the time and stuff and i'm like oh that's nice i'm not dressed up in a suit yeah. but 
I totally understood the sentiment. Yeah. And I understood the assignment. So the next day of the shoot, <laughs> gotta love it. I came ready for the game. Gotta love it. I mean, I know better, but I care less at times. And let me explain. Oh, I feel it. <laughs> and let me explain. Cause um, first off, I don't see people every day. And if I know I'm gonna be in the office and not have a meeting, I'm not wearing my good slacks. I want this to work today. As you should. <laughs> not wearing my Eight hours at a computer? Anyway, continue. No. <laughs> no. And then a lot of our events, um, not events, a lot, yeah. For my job, we attend a lot of events. Mm -hmm. Some of them are like festivals, some of them are block parties, some of them are um, just a, a lot of community based. So it could be a vend vendors there, it could be day, it could be night. It's just a lot of different events. I'm gonna dress for the event. Unless I am a top partner that will be presenting something. Mm -hmm. Like I, on stage. Yeah, and or like I'm shaking hands and kissing babies. I'm not about to put on like. Like heels and a pencil skirt. Yeah, I feel that. Absolutely not. Yeah. And then we're we're in such a modern age right now that what women used to wear back in the workplace back then yeah. is no longer like considered to be like a norm now. Right. And I love my good I love the skirt. Love the pair of heels. I do and a blazer to match. Yes, but occasion. Right. And I don't have Winter to do it. In that mood. Thank you. But I do keep a pair of heels in the car at all times and a blazer. Cause you just never know what life takes you. And I'm the opposite. I keep a pair of slides in the car. I have that too. Because sometimes my feet just need to have a pair of flats, pair of heels, and a blazer because you just never know. I used in outside sales, a lot of unfortunate things happen. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. no, you're, not, you're not telling no lies. And I travel to work and I, my, my job is an hour away. So I, there's no room for mishaps, right? No room. Right. I need to have everything in the trunk. See, I definitely learned my lesson when I was working at Event once. Uh, we did festival it was i think it was like 2019 mm -hmm. yeah before COVID and everything and my see back then i was wearing i think i was wearing sandals but they were like strapped or whatever i don't know and my feet were just hollering. i was just like oh my goodness and so it's like moments like those and even like back when i actually used to try and wear like a heel or two to certain events and i realized i don't have any sandals like in my car or anything like that i was just like as a woman i just i have to have a backup of something I and my mom always told sweats. me my mom always told me she was like just have like a small bag like on your person oh. in your car because you never know what you know where happen. i learned that from mm -hmm. the movie enough with jayla girl when she was yeah with the domestic yep. All right. No, but, but like she had a she had a duffel bag in the trunk with a new pair of shoes, mm -hmm. an outfit to um, switch into, and a jacket. Mm -hmm. So now I have a pair of tennis shoes, a jacket, some oh. jeans. Oh yeah, a jacket is necessary. Yeah, like I keep a switch bag in the trunk because you just never know. That's true. I also keep a party bag in the trunk too because you also never know when the party is about to drop. Well, that's that's different. But you, to you my know, friends from LA. Like you said, you 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 live in your high girl home with your friends, so obviously you would need that. High girl, because you never know when a button break pop off or when something tears and stuff. Yeah. You know how many times and I'm like, "Hey, we going out tonight?" And I'm like, "That look like 
or there's been times when my friends have went to, they're like, no, we have to go to the mall. And I'm just like, you guys are buying a whole outfit. But then again, it's like, I understand. <laughs> Because I would too feel uncomfortable and very unhappy so if I you, had to keep my clothes on from work. So what you say is the waste of money? No, not at all. Okay, I wouldn't because I I because would, nine times out of ten, what you're gonna buy that night, you're gonna wear it again. You're gonna find somewhere. Think to about it. Would you still make? I I wasn't making those money decisions in college or like when I was like heavy clubbing because mm-hmm. in my mind I always had like something, mm-hmm. but I had friends I was making those money decisions in college. Uh, okay. And I always was confused, like, why don't you just go home and, like, are the ones that, like, need a new outfit every time they go out? Oh, see, I, don't, I never had one. <laughs> I had a friend that needed a new outfit Hey, God bless, okay? <laughs> like, you know me and I know you. But, um, yeah, she had a new, she had to buy a new outfit every time she went out. Mm-hmm. And so I always looked at that as a waste of money, but... Do you think that's a, like what would it what would be your thoughts now or even because I, I mean I guess I could understand you know getting off of work and I want to wear work clothes and you don't have any other options right I mean honestly if it was like a consistent thing like you absolutely need a new outfit every time you go out for me I would consider that to be wasting my money yeah because obviously everybody's pockets are set up differently and so hey even even if your pocket's not really quote unquote set up to the fact, you know, to where you'd be able to do that consistent on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's something, like you said last episode, that makes you happy, mm-hmm. then spend that money. Like, if that's yeah. contributing to what you want to do at the time, go ahead and do that. Yeah. If you're going to wear that outfit multiple times, that's even better. Yeah. If not, that's kind of on you and how you want to spend your money because you may not spend your money on other things and you probably have money set off the side for those emergencies. So it's really just... Never was a thought of mine. Maybe they had money set off the side. You see, look at me judging people. I told you. That's how look I am me. with my food. Look at me judging I people. Always, I always leave money off to the side so that I can treat myself to go eat out. It's just that mm-hmm. other people do it in different ways. Calm her pockets. Bad. The girl going hot. Gross. Can I push you away? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it really, like I said, you know, like we said earlier, you know, switching those negative connotations with your perception because, yeah. you know, I can also say everything. I can also say in that point, I was thinking in a broken mindset too because I was like, I would never like spend my money on a new outfit every time. I ain't got money like that. I would That's a broke mindset. If I'm, but if I'm judging. Cause I could just say like I, I just want to do it, but like mm-hmm. for you, but that's if because I was in a judging standpoint. Okay. So that I would say that's probably in a broke mindset because it's like you can spend your money in better places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like they want to spend their money. Right. Like when they get to the club, they probably not gonna buy no drinks. All right. Can't relate. <laughs> um, <laughs> drawing back. Get to know me, you love it. Do you believe? Alright. Dramatic pause. Do you believe? Do you believe you have to spend money to make money? Now I pose this question completely out of the blue. One, because I can do that. Two, 
Because I remember in episode one, we both were talking about like how we both got new businesses. It was like, we don't really have money to do X, Y, and Z. Then it was like, let's just drop this business and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have to spend money to make money? Because the fear of spending money says you're afraid to like make more, like not spending money. It says like you're afraid to make it because you're so afraid to spend it. I I definitely think that if you're scared to spend money, then you would have less of an opportunity to end up making money. Because at the end of the day, whether it's your money or not, mm-hmm. because it could be a grant that you would get in. You're like, I don't know if I want to spend it on a brand new laptop to enhance my graphic design skills or maybe just spend it on my bills and hold it in my savings. That, that didn't happen. A, that could be a situation for somebody. That didn't happen, huh? Not to me, but <laughs> it really could be like a situation. Just just putting that out. But like... I've had, because you know, that didn't happen. I could have had. No, seriously though. <laughs> like some people really like sit on the fence with funds that are that they have whether it's something that they generated from a job or something that was possibly handed to them by some other entity whether that's the government or like their parents or whatever being like a stimmy holding on to a stimmy there we go that is a stimmy who held on to they stimmies like who still got that can you copy <laughs> somewhere like put a comment if you made it this far in the podcast <laughs> You know, like, do you still got your stimmy? Or did you make money from the money? And we mean, like, the first and second one. Like, not not if you got kids and stuff. Not the one you did. You don't count. That's different. You don't That's count. Different. I'm not jealous, but, like, <laughs> bruh. But I'm not jealous. I want you to know, but, like, bruh. But seriously, though, like, it, it's the truth. Like, in order to make more money, you will have to spend something, whether that's a dollar to 100. Just like how people say, like, when you're investing, mm-hmm. like you have to put something in there as little as like a penny. It's scary, but it I'm getting into it, it, but definitely it's scary. Is. And that's a totally different topic. But like something as little as, like when people say, like you can literally start investing in yourself, not oh, even sure. just in stocks, like with as little as a dollar, mm-hmm. it's the truth. Whether you spend that right then and there on something or whether you... Because technically, when you're saving, in my mind, that's spending money. Because that's money that I can no longer have immediate access to. I had someone... I heard someone say that they treat their savings account like it's a bill. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they just pay that bill along with the other bills. So, yeah. That's a cool concept. Yep. Whenever I'm putting money into my savings, it's literally the very first thing that I do. And you should. It's the very first thing that I do. The but first two things I take out is savings and tithes. I say, y'all just don't want to worry about it, Jesus. Y'all just take your coins. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Uncle Sam said, you sound just like a But it's the truth, though. Like, if you have something that you're going to put that money towards, then you know where it's going to go. Like, when you get that next check, you already can subtract the things that mm-hmm. you know you're going to take out. So, I mean, I guess it's just thinking about it, like, in that way, like, shifting your perspective. That is the theme of today's we episode. Be shifting your perspective and getting rid of these negative connotations. Um, but, yeah, so just basically figuring out, like, what is it going to take for me to make that specific goal happen? Mm-hmm. And almost always that is going to include you spending some money from somewhere. Yeah. It's going to happen. 
we live in a society where things just cost money. And I mean, if you can get it to happen for free, then share with the class. <laughs> and I mean free, free. I mean no money at all. You got that. What we talking happen. about though? Like, we got some free resources, but like, what we talking about? Because I can find some. Because I, I couldn't find a free website. But, but my friend, he, um, it's not really free, but you can like, put it. you know what I'm talking about. But um, they do have like coding classes to mm -hmm. make your own website. Yeah, because I did not have to spend two hundred some dollars to do that. Um, and also you know YouTube University is pretty legit. There's a YouTube University. Wow, you don't know the new lingo. Um, no, but like, is that a real? Thing? No. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm As like, is there like a tab that I have to explain? I hate it here. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. You showed your age, which is unfortunate because I'm older. I'm almost thirty. <laughs> you see, you see, like there's I, nothing wrong with our thirty and up watchers Baby, I've already started planning my birthday. It's about to be lit. I'm just saying, color themes, rooftop. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Wait, did you say color? Yeah. All right. Moving on. It's gonna be a theme. <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. It's okay, sis. I get it. In my mind, I was like, rooftop burgundy? I was like, that sounds like an old people code. Why would I go with burgundy? No offense to the people that love burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> we too love the color burgundy. I but actually I, do love burgundy. Now that I think about it. But anyway. I mean, burgundy is cool, but like, why would you instantly go to burgundy? Because you said rooftop, and to me, bricks look like dark red. And dark red is kind of like... Because you said rooftop, and when I think rooftop, I think of bricks. Maybe I play The Sims too much. But what did you mean by rooftop? It's a rooftop party. Everybody listening caught that. Everybody caught it. Comment if you caught it. It's a rooftop party. So like, what you gonna do? See, it's not for you to know right now. It's not, you know I don't drop my birthday plans <laughs> until three months before. Attending a symphony, a so symphony <clears throat> birthday party is almost like being invited to a Beyonce party, <laughs> if you didn't know. Um, just, just dropping that. This year was great. Yeah, I was a lame friend that did not attend. She did not attend my birthday. birthday party. However, you attended most of. But them. you see, like I said, there's a balance. When I'm lame, you pick me up. You never said that. <laughs> I said there's a balance. Moving on. You're correct. So when I'm lame, you pick me up. You're never lame. I was wondering. That's my job. Oh. But when I want to be like, oh, what if I don't want to be excited? You know, we're not even talking about it. You're always the more exciting person out of the two of us. Okay, shade. That was true. All right. <laughs> like this hairstyle. Like, I don't know what happened. I mean, it looks great. I think so. But I really just saw a video on YouTube and was like, no, you look amazing. Okay, so let's talk about that real quick. Bringing it back to the moolah. Okay. So, what is your vibe on 
getting your hair done by a professional and actually taking out the time to learn how to do it yourself? Like, did you feel a little bit more accomplished? Did you feel a little bit better about yourself and the hairstyle when it came out? Or do you feel like, man, I probably just could have spent way less time and spent more time on something else and spent some money to go get it done? First off, I 100% promote getting my hair done by someone else. <laughs> um, never me. It's never me. Uh, if I trust if my friends that know how to do hair, listen, you have a free head to use. Like, it's once I trust your hands, you can have that to my hair. I, it won't, no. No, baby, no. However, my hairdresser um, was unavailable. Mm. And it all started when she was unavailable for this appointment that I had. Love her, no shade, she's amazing. But she just couldn't, you know, life happened. She had to cancel the appointment the day before I had this wedding to attend. Mm. I had to do my own hair. I was like, what is this? I ain't never touched my own hair in a while. But you know, I, I felt accomplished, one, okay. because I, I don't do my own hair. I had to buy stuff. Like I had to buy combs and rubber bands and brushes and stuff. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't use these things. I get my hair done. But I did feel accomplished because I got it done. And it actually looked really good. It matched the dress that I wore. Um, and so this would be the second time of me actually doing my hair. I will say I noticed how much I'm not in my head because I was like, oh, my hair is actually long. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds weird to say because you can clearly see my hair is long. But I'm not in, I don't, I really don't know how long my hair is because I'm never in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, my hair gets dry here. I was just learning stuff about my hair. And so I did feel accomplished about that. And I really don't know what it took me oh, to do this. Yeah, um, how long it took you? No, I don't know why I did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, it looked fairly easy. So I was like, cool, let's let go. And it worked. But no, I I cannot wait till my next hair appointment. No, I, I will spend money on it. It is not a problem for me. <laughs> However... I do, she knows I'm very particular how much money I do spend. Uh -huh. So that's why and like, I stay around like a certain range. And I really, I'm very particular with the hairstyles that I get because I own, I save money to get my hair done. Just as you save money for food, I save money for my hair and it's the same amount every time. Uh -huh. So I don't really venture out and get different hairstyles that go outside of uh, my price range. Yeah. Because that's how much I save. And you know what I love about these scenarios? That I know that there's someone listening or watching and they're going like, I could never, it couldn't be me. Like exactly <laughs> what we were talking about earlier. Cause I'm sitting here like, I, I totally understand. Like I've been going and getting my locks retwisted and stuff and I need another retwist. But you know, it really just depends on like what's important to you mm -hmm. at those moments. And so I totally get that. I mean, I may try attempt to do my hair more. But I will say it was like I said, I did learn something new about myself and about my hair because we don't date anymore. My hair and I not dating. She has a man, and it's actually a woman. It's my hairdresser. She loves it. It is not. It's not you. It is not me. But um, that's why I put my money on. I save it, and I will say, like I said, I have a mouth, so like. The only time I put extra money towards my hair is if I know I'm going to give, like, a specific case, like, braids or twists or something like that. But yeah. it's the same amount. But no, girl. Not I. My scalp is just like, no. Don't touch me. 
no. Okay. So this is something that you want to talk about, but I feel like you both want to talk about it too. Um, mental health. Because like my hair actually helps me like mental health purposes. Because mm-hmm. when I look good, I feel good. I know that's like cliche, but it's true. So I like even for the wedding, you know, we had to cancel a hair appointment, and I looked for other friends to do my hair. And I felt so insecure because my roots were showing. And I know people like the whole like roots and color thing, but that's just not me. So I felt very insecure. And then financially, I was like, I don't know if I have enough money to go to somebody else. Do I want to go to somebody else? Do I have enough money to like maybe do it myself? Which that wasn't really an option because I know I wasn't about to do it. Yeah. But um, it really did mess with my mental health of like the money that I had to get my hair done and what I was going to do about it. And so I wanted to ask you, like, how does finances, your money, you know, does it mess with your mental health? Is there a relationship to your, like, to mental health with finances? What does that look like? It's funny because I actually had a situation recently dealing with my job where, like, point by period, I made a mistake at work. Mm -hmm. And so that mistake was a monetary one. And so, for me, I had to figure out, like, okay, is this going to affect my performance? Like, how does this look on me? And so, all in all, everything that was happening from the point that I made the mistake until after I resolved everything Mm -hmm. was mainly about the fact that it's like, oh, I built this life that I currently live with the amount of money that I currently make. Mm -hmm. And so, if that goes out the window then what will I do? Yeah. And so, and at that point, I was just like, okay, you know, after talking with, uh, with my fiance about it and, you know, kind of praying about it as well, I was just like, I'm putting too much value on, on this situation now. Yeah. I'm putting way too much thought, way too much energy on this. It's literally affecting the way that I'm walking around and communicating with people and doing things throughout the day. Like my whole entire mood was just ruined. Mm-hmm. I was feeling so horrible. I was just like, mm-hmm. man, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I was just so unsure about everything. And I'm like, okay, that nothing, nothing should ever hold that much weight yeah. on your life. Like nothing. And the fact that I thought so much of money was a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, at the end of the day, money come, money goes. Yeah. And like I said earlier, like it's gonna come from somewhere. If it wasn't gonna come from that job, I was gonna find another one that's gonna come from that. Mm-hmm. Or I was gonna really take <laughs> 42 Branch Reed serious. <laughs> and be like, all right, <laughs> we doing this 100% like, now. <laughs> but um, no, it's just, it's bringing up those scenarios and having those real conversations with yourself. And yeah. getting to know who you are as a person because at first, like I never had a situation that was brought to me to where I had to think like, okay, if this just stopped, if what I was doing currently just stopped and I had to figure out a new source of income, what I'm gonna do? You know what I mean? Literally, majority of the world with COVID, like shut down the world. Right. What are you gonna do? And that sucks. And people are still living in that experience of like, what are they? Very much so. Are we gonna do? Very much so. Then at that point, you know, and whether you're religious or not, that's totally up to you. But, you know, me and my house, we praise God. And so, 
I found that like praying and confiding in my significant other really, really helped me come back to where I was and the situation that I was in. Yeah. Bring me back to the fact that like at the end of the day, I'm not alone. I may be stubborn <laughs> to not ask for help or anything yeah. if I ever need it. Yeah. But like I'm not alone at the end of the day. And my God is mighty. So Most definitely. I know like the last like biggest financial burden I had um, was when my father passed away and he didn't have life insurance. If you ever want to know how much a body costs, <laughs> have you? Uh, that was about like $10,000 just to do all those things. And um, we had absolutely, he had absolutely no money saved. We didn't have money to give. And so we had to do like this whole GoFundMe, which by the grace of God, got all the $10,000. Nothing came out of pocket. Um, but it just was interesting in those moments of like, like preparation, yeah. really. So, and if we're talking about mental health, that really, my emotions couldn't even give to the fact that he died. It was, you were so strung out on trying to get everything together yes. for the, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like, where are we gonna get this money? How are we gonna get this money? Um, who do you call? I don't have that much like that. And like people were trying to pitch in where they could like family wise, but it was like nothing to bury someone. So like my mental health was just trash <laughs> because of like financial burdens. And then like not even dealing with the fact that he's not here. Yeah. How are we gonna pay for this? Right. And you know what's crazy? Like a lot of you hear that a lot of uh, funeral homes and like facilities and things of that nature, like they thrive on people because of that reason. Like that's why those prices mm-hmm. are so high because people are all acting out of grief and they're just trying to get through that yeah. process. And so the next thing you know, they're in debt from having to oh for sure you know, take care of a loved one and honor them in the way that they feel like should be honored. And that is we thought about taking out a whole loan. And it's like, do we, yeah. and then not even to top the fact that I, at the age, at the time was 26. Yeah. I am now a new homeowner. Mm-hmm. I own two cars now. <laughs> and it's like, what the heck? How am I going to afford all of these things? Oh, wait, they got bills that's connected to those. Mm-hmm. And so, because, you know, when a person dies, or on a lot, so that's more, that's like a healthier term to say. Um, their bills don't go with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that light bill is still gonna come. That phone bill is still gonna come. That cable bill is still gonna come. So I was like, like my, like literally, my mental health was not okay because I only had enough money for my bills. Mm-hmm. And I really, like, really having to lean on people was so hard because you really don't know who's there for you until you have moments like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was blessed to have like so many people like rally around me and support me financially, spiritually, emotionally. But um, the fact that like we was able to get $10,000 to pay for the whole funeral and everything, like that was just like passing. And the fact that other people was like, oh yeah, my lawyer can do this. Or, like, I got this, or, I got that. And it was like stuff was just kind of like coming around that I did not expect. And so like, it really did relieve my mental health in some spaces. Yeah. I don't know, I was trash, y'all. 
we can talk about it in another podcast episode, but I was trash. But um, I really had to like take a step back from everything mm-hmm. and um, identify my emotions at that moment. And when I say identify, I mean identify and acknowledge. So I was like, you are sad. Be sad right now. Yeah. Like, regardless of what, like, other people are saying, regardless if you ain't got the money to do that, like, be sad now. And then, we gonna figure about the money later. <laughs> yeah. And so, I, I, I use that now for any other financial burden, situation, crisis that I may have. Like, step away from the moment. Acknowledge your feelings. And it's easier said than done. It's definitely something I have to consistently practice. But acknowledge your feelings in that moment and be that. Mm-hmm. If money, if not having money is giving you anxiety because you can't go to this concert, you can't go on vacation, you can't do this X, Y, and Z with your friends, acknowledge that moment. Be present in that moment, but you can't live there for too long. Yeah, I don't dwell on it. You can't live there for too long because then you're going to live there forever. And life is just going to go on without you. Exactly. Also, and then, you know, like shifting to another a story that I saw. Uh, Ooh, before you do, okay, I want to go ahead for all you people out there that are looking for life insurance and insurance of other avenues. Get with my girl, Summer Brooks. She is your, yes, yes. She is your insurance guru, the mastermind. Get with her because she knows how to get families affordable rates. She cares about the people that she helps and she gets the job done. So, and we'll make sure to uh, plug her information in the description so that you guys can oh, be able to find her. We can definitely um, do two insurance people too, because you know, Best Friend Julie Networks with um, Everest Company oh, does yeah. insurance too. And I actually have insurance with him, because uh, I ended up getting life insurance a couple days after my dad passed away. Uh-huh. Sis was like, we're not gonna do this twice now. <laughs> get life insurance but he definitely is helping me with my life insurance like all my money is with him my retirement plan um also i'm doing stock with him as well cool and i didn't think i could afford that because you know i was like i ain't got money to afford like a broker or a guy that doesn't mind never mind like really i ain't got money for you like you is a state of mind (laughs) but then when i did i was like oh okay it's not that bad and now you're uh, doing he's, it. he's my financial advisor. That's what it is. He's my financial advisor. And I say, I ain't got money for a financial advisor. Like, that sounds fancy. Like, I ain't, I'm fancy, but I ain't that fancy. And now you're doing it. Oh, no, for sure. There like, you go. See, like, it's a, it's, it's a board. So once y'all get out of that, <laughs> yeah. I can't afford this, I can't do this. Well, it just sounds so expensive, like a financial advisor. But you went like, in and oh, yeah. you did the research and you talked to that person. See, some people yeah. don't make it to that level. Yeah. They don't make it to that step. Yeah. And that's what's stopping them from being blessed. Get with some Brooks. Julian Edwards. Because, dude, like... Enhance your life, please. He'd really be calling me like, look, Cynthia, you made this sure. much in your stock today. Really? I'm at a dollar fifty. That's great. <laughs> no, I'm excited. Like, you a dollar fifty. It is. It is. No, but I was gonna say about this TikTok that I saw. Okay. Love me some TikTok. To spend too much time on it. Anywho, <laughs> so this group of kids, they all went eat out. Please tell me if y'all saw this TikTok because you know, couldn't be me. They went eat out at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, really couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And to say like these your friends and they laughing at you, they're not really your friends because my my friends would at least either a eat off their plate, b put me something off the side off their plate, c they all gonna come together with money and I'm at least get a fry. Like, and that's without asking. That's without asking because you have good friends. Hey, they may not give me like a six piece, but hey, you can get you some fries. I know me. If you if I know you're not eating, and I say something about it, and you like, and you like, obviously like you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Like I don't make sure you eat. Like I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't be able to call you my because if I felt like you couldn't do the same for me, like you know what I yeah. mean. Like that's just. I totally understand how that hurt you all way because. But then again, how how young did they look? High school? Middle school, high school? See, people, you know, who knows? That message your mental health because, like, even like, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would literally make that work in high school if I could, like, for real. Like, or at least, like, I would give you something. You know what I mean? But, like, I know people these days, like, they be living different. People growing up different and they, they all do stuff for the cloud. And that's a shame. They probably really thought that was funny. And then also a lot of a lot of people don't really understand the value of money. Like my little brother, like he's fourteen now. Mm-hmm. Girl, hold it up. What? Hold it up. What? Remember when he was born? <laughs> now when me and him go out to eat sushi, he's like, "And I have money." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." It used to be like, "Oh, can we do this, 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 this?" Now he's just like, "All right, so I have twenty dollars, so I'm gonna go ahead and get this head roll sushi." <laughs> And he's like, in terror, I'm going to save me $5. Can we go to five below? Thank you. And I'm like, oh. We know what money is. I don't even have to tell you to save your stuff because I'm like, okay. We 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 understand money now. And then when I want to splurge on something, he'd be looking at me like, hmm, maybe I got a job. I'd be like, huh? (laughs) Maybe I got a job. What are you looking at? But that's probably because of how he was brought up. Because I didn't play those games. I was like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If you would have saved a dollar or two, you probably could have got two more things. But now because you spent one, look at you. You only get one. Look at And you. how much harder is that as a young kid? You have less options. <laughs> of course you're going to want more options. It's kind of like what they say. Like you can get your child one thing from Walmart or you can get them ten things from the Dollar Tree. It just depends on your perception and yeah, how your kid acts to all that and if you care. Now me, I would probably do a little bit of both. My parents did a little bit of both. Oh, so I always thought Santa was big blessing me, boy. I had <laughs> the expensive toy or electronic or whatever it was. I had a game system and then I had all this little frilly stuff around it. Yeah. It just finished your mind the whole time. And it worked. <laughs> and I'm grateful to this day. To this to day. This day? <laughs> to this day. But since it really just all depends. That's why they say like, oh, when you have pets and stuff, like don't buy them toys. Get them like a cardboard box or something. Like get them a sock. Pets are pets are different. Pets are weird. I don't do animals, so yeah, you you don't. But for my animal lovers out there, y'all know what I mean. I y'all got know a exactly plant. what I mean. I got a plant. Got five of them. I bought my new plant. Like they're real. Yeah, you know. I inherited plants. Who? I told you, like, after my dad died, oh. I inherited all these plans. Child, it's so long. You know, one is on its way out. But it's been a, it's been a year now. It's been a year and a half. Um, I bought my expand. I bought one more plant, so now I should have, like, a total of five, five or six. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm gonna play mom in his house. You know, um, I gotta talk to them more. That oxygen. They can like respond that. to that. You gotta hype them up like you date high fivers. I need to do that more often. But you know, they still kicking. I bought some soil. Did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but also um, So why did you buy the soil? Did they well, I had to repot them. Okay. So, like, after my dad passed away, I had to repot them Why? because uh, all the roots were coming out at the bottom. Okay. They needed to be repotted anyway because it was too, the plant got too big for the pot. Mm-hmm. But um, that was the case the first time. But you're supposed to, and please, plant lovers, correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, I don't need to send out bad information. But you're supposed to repot your plant every year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. From the time that you repotted them does not mean you have to get a whole new pot if the roots have not grown out of them, but just a refresh soil. So you didn't have any pots laying around, so you had to get a new pot, right? I had to buy all new pots. So do you feel like that was a waste of money, or do you feel like it was necessary because at the end of the day, you wanted to take care of these plants and they needed a new pot? It's kind of like buying clothes for your kids. Like, the clothes that they actually wear, not the extra clothes. Like, do you want your kids to be necessary? So it was necessary, but I did find cheap pots. I wasn't just about to buy. Oh one. no, no, no! I feel right. that, but the yeah. point is, you had to spend that money in yeah, order and, to. And, I, and then the crazy thing was, I have like I now add gardening as like a new bill. Like yeah, so there you I, go. I had to because I was like, I'm not just about to let these die. And so gardening has like its own thing, like soil, hot um, things to kill like bugs and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Definitely have to add that to like a new lawn item in my budget. That makes sense. And I'm proud of you for doing that. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, I don't do it all the time. I got like my new plant, which is crazy because I was really upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a aloe vera plant and that's more of like a cactus family. Okay. And so I have to buy soil for cactus, but I only have one cactus, a cacti. Cacti. Only have one, so I have a big bag of soil for cactus that only have one. What am I gonna do with all this extra soil? So if anybody has more cactus or cacti plant than <laughs> these soil, you can have it. I'm gonna even sell it to you. You can have it, because y'all don't need it. Yeah, I'm a lover of the big plants. I buy it one time that bitch. Love it as you I got dogs, so I guess that's what the balance there. <laughs> I'm really hoping, really hoping my future significant other does not care for animals like that. That's why I ask you the question. <laughs> so that's in the starter kit questions. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? You like dogs? <laughs> Our cats, girl. Our cats. Oh my gosh, my friend just bought two new cats. They have told up three. Love you guys. If you're listening, you know who you are. But he got three whole cats. Three whole cats. I have I have friends that have cats. The three whole cats. Mm-hmm. And I think they're rescues, and she has like four or five dogs mm-hmm. as well. Her and her husband live in a dream, and it's their dream. Oh, I was about to say, whose dream is that? Because uh, it's their dream. God didn't want me to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, that's that's I think that has a lot to do with the that's spending money aspect. Yes, and they. They make it due to where their dogs and their cats are well taken care of. Their medications are bought. Their food is bought. They have doctors for animals. Like there's a whole child. Yes. 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 
And you see, to me, I'm like, okay, I know that she's doing whatever she has to do to make sure that her, her husband, everything is taken care of. So, like, to me, it's not really even... That's her husband, yeah. Yeah. She got all these animals and a whole adult. Yes. See? (laughs) See? That's why I'm single. No, girl. It's a a mindset. (gasps) Like, that's how she... That's how they live their life. life. Look, that's how they live their life, you know, and I that's how it that. works out. No judgment. You know, like, if that's what makes her happy and lives her life, for like, sure. I love that for her. For her. Yeah. For her. And him. And yeah. them. Those. <laughs> no, but for real. Inclusive. But no, like, all jokes outside, you know, if that works for them, that's awesome. Once again, can't be me. I think that's our hashtag for this episode. Hashtag can't be me. But, um... I do commend people that like successfully have animals and a significant other because all of that costs. Like yeah. all, all of that costs. Yeah. But I commend it. Yeah. I commend it. Which leads into our last topic. Pew, 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 pew. Cannot do a drum roll. Why you do that with your mouth? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was gonna get it, y'all. What? I knew I was gonna get it. Say, yeah. <laughs> you could have just asked, like it wasn't. No, I really didn't know how to do a drum roll. That's serious. I could. It was not coming to my brain. What you have for me? What's up? What we doing? We got a new segment in our podcast. All right, well you started because the way my brain working, <laughs> I'm shutting down. Okay, so. No, I didn't. We don't have it. But no, last part that I wanted to touch on today was society. Money. money. Yeah. So, so we just talked about how money can really shift or affect the relationship. Clearly, I'm shocked by anybody that has animals and a significant other. Clearly, that's not my life. However, you know, that works for you and your body. That's mm-hmm. awesome. But there's also that double standard of like men pay for the relationship. And then I, I know of a couple men that's like broke off relationships or couldn't be in a relationship because they didn't feel like they could be providers, mm-hmm. financial providers. <clears throat> There's women that make more money than men, that whole jazz, True. you know. Um, so just like, just how society really pins money to friendships, relationships, yeah. work relationships, yeah. all those different things. I think right now we're in this day and age where everything, where everybody mm-hmm. is told that everything is transactional. Yeah. Like, if you're giving something, then you have to be receiving something in return. Mm-hmm. You can't just give genuinely mm-hmm. or just essentially just <clears throat> be that type of person and live that type of life. And so, when it comes to, let's start with, let's start with friendships. Mm-hmm. So, do you think your friends expect you to, expect them to have a, to give you a birthday gift? I also don't present that. And that's different for some people. Yeah. I know in my mind for society, like, I feel like, let's just talk about what happened recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't able to make it to your party. Mm-hmm. So, automatically, I mean, I was going to do this anyway, but even more so, it prompted me to want to contribute in lack of my participation. That completely shocked me. Completely. 
I did not expect you to give anything. Completely. And I know that of you, but because of how I am, yeah. and the fact that I know how important your birthday is to you, mm-hmm. I felt bad as a friend to the fact that I made the choice to not attend. Yeah. I just did not. Because I'm not going to say I couldn't, because I could. Yeah. I just don't like driving me dog at night. So, but anyway. You're one of the people that I just be like, ah, she ain't going to make this. So it's fine. Yeah. But, but no. I'm like, having a laugh yet. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> no, like, I really just, I didn't. I'm, I'm actually moving in a better space to receive money. Because I, I'm not one. I mean, you've known me long enough right. to know, like, I'm not and one. And it's not even ask. just, like, talking about money. I just mean like in general. Yeah, like I'm not one to receive Mm -hmm. it. And I was just like, oh, you did not have to. Instead of just saying like, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to be more of a thanks. Right. Because uh, a matter of fact, so even so recent to that, like two things recent to that. Mm -hmm. One, one of my friends, he gave, like I was joking with him and he was like, do you need anything? And I was like, do you want to, like, add money to my drinking and eating festivities? And he they actually sent me money. And I was like, what the heck? What? And I was about to be like, you didn't have to do that. But then I was like, one, he he did it on his own. No, I never asked him, projected, or was like, you really should do this. So I should just say thank you. And then every year for my birthday, I yes, as she said, it's a whole shabagonza. I host like big eventful things, but I never ask anybody to provide anything. I always provide all the beverages. I always provide all the food. I provide the venue. I provide the games and festivities. All all I want my guests to do is show up. But this year was the first year I ever asked for money for food or beverages. Mm -hmm. This was the very first year I asked. I was like, I ain't got it. And it shocked me that people were like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. In my head, I was like, even if you don't contribute whatever to the party in your birthday, that was your business. Like, that was just me being like, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) But did you expect that people to spend money on you or gifts or anything like that? Absolutely not. I expect my friends to want to. <laughs> absolutely not. I expect my friends to want to keep me company. In a yeah. Sense. I and mean, I also expect them to expect me to cancel last minute because I have also I grown to be that type of person and where I'm just like, you know what? I really just want to be at my house or like, let's all go to Hibachi and eat sushi mm-hmm. or go out to eat somewhere. And then after that, we can all go to our respective homes because I'm going to go to sleep. I, mean, <laughs> I expected <laughs> you to say that over give me money. I expected you to be like, girl, when you come back, we just gonna go eat. Right. All right. Like, that's fine. <laughs> nah, I don't know. If you wanna give me something, then that's on you. You know what I mean? And I will definitely say, thank you. <laughs> Great. But other than that, like, nah. I am shocked every time I get a gift. Cause I don't expect it. I, I, I'm a gift giver, and I don't expect gifts in return. So and I was like, my friend bought me a necklace for the, in a beautiful like um, pouch. I was like, mm-hmm. same. I feel the same. You got me things like you went <laughs> and thought of me when you bought these things. Although a bottle is now a greater dog gift. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go back to let's go back okay. to um, 
that's let's touch on relationships. We can okay. we talked about friendship. Let's yep. talk about relationships. Yep. So if you have a Twitter account, if you have social media, you already know that there are a lot of people out there that automatically think that if I am a woman and my significant other or my husband or my boyfriend or whatever or my girlfriend or my wife asks me to uh or you know non-gender conforming person um decides to ask you to split the bills or do whatever or do whatever do whatever whatever y'all decide within your finances and your home that it's always going to be a negative connotation coming from the i don't want to say the more dominant person of the household but usually from what we've seen on social media is usually a heteronormative relationship like man and woman Mm -hmm. and they're saying that the man has to be the provider Mm -hmm. like he has to be paying all the bills the woman doesn't have to do nothing if they don't then they're messing with the wrong type of man and they're doing this and they're doing that and i guess it just kind of goes back to the whatever works for your wallet works for you Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's like I know for me, like, if that's what's gonna happen, then cool. But I know for me, like, I always have to make sure that I put myself in a position that if something stops, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that kind of question, like we said from <clears throat> earlier, that will pop up in my head. So that, yeah. that, and I think that's a. I think that's a thought process that needs to be attributed to anything that that eases your financial struggle. Whether that's you having multiple sources of income, whether that's you making sure that you can have some sort of skill that you can rely on if your partner is paying for the, for the bills. And then something, excuse me, and then something happens to where they're not doing that anymore, whether that's y'all in a relationship they move on or they are physically not here anymore so being able to just think about those things because you never want to be put in situations where you cannot fend for yourself so we all know we're engaged um but you like through that dating experience and before did you expect like did you have any expectations on like how money was spent in the dating world in my mind when I started dating, honestly, no. I think I was way too concerned about me and my partner finding, figuring each other out necessarily. I think money was like one of the last things on the list because that was something that I knew that I knew how to handle from the way that I was brought up. I mean, like, even like going out on dates or hanging out and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you, like, did you, what was your perspective on money in those situations? I never assumed. Okay. I never assumed. But I also never jumped the gun either. So, <laughs> I wasn't, I mean, I'm not automatically reaching for anything either. <laughs> but, <laughs> but usually, um, I mean, me and my partner kind of hit it off so much to where the fact that you know we would kind of talk about those things because mm-hmm. I mean we were still we were still in college when we were like dating mm-hmm. whenever everything was new and fresh and so like obviously a lot of people don't have things together financially yeah. like we're all in the same boat 
So me looking at you and you looking at me while we at the dinner table and the waitress or waiter is looking at us is not a good look and I would rather not do that. So usually before we even go out to eat, we already know what's going on. We already know what's going on before we even step out from where we was yeah. to go to a restaurant. Like, that's funny. What about you? <laughs> but when you were okay, so when I was dating, um, I actually, I, I, I so when I was in, I'm saying my past relationship because I really wasn't dating that much before uh, my past relationship. He so happily was in a better financial space than me, so he definitely paid for pretty much everything. Um, to where I kind of, I was spoiled, mm -hmm. I was because I, prior to him, my mom was always raised me like don't take anything from people because they're they're gonna have like some expectations in the back. Yeah. So like I very much was one of those people like I got mine. Like I don't need you to give give me with anything. And even when I was going out a lot, I was like I got I I never really trusted a man to buy me drinks. I didn't go to the club expecting someone to buy me something. So I was like you're gonna right. want something else. And I'm not willing to provide that. So you don't have to provide nothing for me. Mm -hmm. um, generosity just was not like there for me uh, when I was in college because I just was like, I don't want any level of expectation. Right. You don't want any strings tied to that generosity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As a woman. Like. Exactly. So I never went out assuming I was going to get in for free. Mm -hmm. Never went out assuming I was going to get food or drinks for free. I had never, like, I always went out knowing that it's me in my wallet. Mm -hmm. Um, like, with no assumptions, because I just don't want those ties attached. But then with me being in a relationship and being with someone who's more financially stable than I was, I got spoiled in someone always paying for the for all these things. Um, whether it was, like, going eat out, going to, like, on a date, bills, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. This person paid for all those things until when I... Until we broke up, and I had to like understand how to like pay for all of these like, things. Man, I'm expensive, girl. <laughs> I have still yet to eat at Chimes. <laughs> Last time I ate at Chimes was with him, cause I. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But uh, dating myself is, you know, it's not expensive, but uh, yeah, ain't free. But um, but no, like I, I still don't have. Now I will say I have expectations on. I would love like. I would love for the person that I'm talking to to pay for like, our dates. Mm -hmm. I would love that. I would love for that person to make those financial um, decisions or, or choices. Mm -hmm. However, I've never gone on a date not being able to pay for the both of them. Like, I'm not going to tell him I got the coins, but we're also not about to be washing dishes. Fellas, y'all know she got the coin. Hey, now. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. Girl. Charlene, don't tell these people I got coins. <laughs> but no, like, I really never went on a date with us um, not, not being able to pay for both of them. Because I just, both of us, I just don't want that to happen. And I'm always very, very grateful. Yeah. No matter what. So even though I have expectations and those don't happen, I'm very grateful for whatever happens with that. I don't expect the third. 
So what's so special about that? I, I expect bad, I expect a burger. I just be sitting there looking at looking at all that stuff and people just commenting about. Stuff. But shout out to those girls that be getting them though. And that's that's great. That's great. That is totally great. Yes, do you? Hashtag. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Okay. So closing comments. Because I would love to leave with two things before we shoot out for the night or day because you don't know what time it is. Um, two things. One, broke mindset. After all the things we've talked about today, after all the discussions we've had, something like just leaving like just a little, little note for the peoples. I would say spend some time with yourself and listen to yourself. Ooh. Because when you figure out what's important to you, the question of should I spend money on this, should I spend money on that, will be you'll have that you'll have that question come across way less often. I love that. That's mine. And you'll you'll have that regret and that guilt way less often because at the end of the day you knew that that was something that you wanted for whatever reason. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. I feel the same. Spend some time. With yourself and understanding your like financial purchases, decisions, just where you spend money. My second one is tools and resources. So we've talked about broke mindset, we've talked about mental health, where does it stand financially and social aspects and relationships and friendships. What are some good tools and resources to show y'all? Um I think some good tools and resources would be to Google templates. Um, if you have a hard time like budgeting and figuring out where your money is actually going, because we all know those card and bank statements can just look like they go on forever and you don't really know what is what. And so to better have an idea and understanding of like where all of your finances are going and what's coming in, like find a free Excel sheet or maybe find one from like one of your local financial like if you have a financial advisor you can reach out to them and ask them for that or if you do want to spend Etsy. some money Etsy has some too so um definitely utilize something like that or even like YouTube something there are people that exist that give out free tips and free methods to be yeah. able to enhance whatever you have going on so definitely look into free financial templates um like excel or google sheets whatever you guys have um i think that could be really helpful i mean i've actually started doing that myself i have some so i made one i made a budget sheet for myself on excel mm -hmm. and i bought one actually because i can i'm not down for making all the diagrams i know how to do it it's stressful so i bought one and it was like 20 dollars. i think i got it from uh off of etsy too <clears throat> And it tracks my all my purchases and set like everything that I do financially it tracks all of that from January to January and it creates diagrams on like where my money was spent throughout the year. That's fine. So it's pretty cool. Um also I know we talked about mint. It's another resource. Yes, yes. That's a good resource. M I N T. That's a good tracker system as well. Also, I used to work at Chase Bank. And Chase has really, really good resources. 
like the new, I don't know, well, it's not really new anymore, but they have like a really good savings account to where you can break up your savings account into smaller savings accounts. So inside your savings account, you can have categories like auto, bills, um, shopping, whatever, you, whatever. And then you can put money into those categories that are in your savings account. Right. Can you also do that with checking? Do you remember? Is that I don't think you can do that with checking, but I know you can do that with savings. However, they now have this thing where it gauges, not gauges, but like it shows you a diagram on where your expenses were that month. Okay, we so have a diagram. So you can break it up into like food, auto, bills, and all that. Okay. Yeah. So it shows you where your money. Yeah, goes. like if you need like a visual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the. That's the. It shows you that and how much money went in and out of yeah. your account. So it shows you that. I would also a book. A good book to read is uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, mm -hmm. and that's about a guy basically talking about all the lessons that he learned that broke families or people do not know. That one was really, really good. Also, you can buy the book or you can read it for free like I did on YouTube. <laughs> Resources, man. You can it's read it for free. There's an auto there's an auto version on YouTube for the free, people. It took me some time because it's like five hours deep. But it's free. I ain't buying it. And I want to say there was another one. I don't know. I'm not going to front on it. If those, if those are them and them are those. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you guys for being with us on this episode. We really, really appreciate you for tuning in and listening and staying connected. Get out there, bro, Madison, because you ain't nobody's girlfriend. And that's us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.